Welcome to another edition of the Tom Green Podcast. If you listen to the first Garber Coaches show, I have a great news for this part of the program. As uh, so far, as to when I recorded this at this time, it has 62 plays, which was more than the total amount of plays that the Championship Sunday show with now former Patriots reporter Meredith Gorman got, which is very exciting to say the least. So, Meredith, you've been topped by this show, <laughs> surprisingly. So, like we'd said, Garber Coach's show, we bring back Coach Jake Quillard. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again, Tom. Definitely. So, week one is here after a rough, well, I shouldn't say rough, rough on the kids at least, two weeks of two-a-days. We had a scrimmage. We have quarterback battles as seen in the news. Let's start with that. Um, quarterback battle. Uh, so far, we know we have Adam Schimmel and Tommy Schapansky in the wings. How is that looking so far? Uh, it's been very competitive. Both guys have, have done a great job competing and getting better um, and, and learning every day, which is very important. Uh, they're both unselfish individuals, so they're both um, got each other's backs, and, and they've worked very well um, just helping each other through this process. Uh, and, and I expect that to continue. Um, like I said, both did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still con- continuing to compete every day in practice, Excellent. and we will throughout mm-hmm. these uh, next nine weeks. Um, but as of right now, uh, going into Boyne City, uh, Adam Schimmel will be the starter. Okay. And uh, he's just done a, a great job, um, exceeded our expectations, and he's, uh, he's really had a great summer. Definitely, and Schimmel, ha- Schimmel having the experience at the quarterback position. But we'll also talk about Chapansky a little bit as Tommy made a big commitment just a couple nights ago. If you saw my Twitter, I actually, I legitly actually told him in 16 that he was the Jake Arietta of Essexville. Now, unfortunately for Arietta, he's slid a little bit since going to Philadelphia, but Tommy hasn't. Let's talk a little bit about Chapansky. No, uh, Tommy, what, what a great young man he is, and, and uh, what a credit to his hard work. Uh, he, he received a commitment from University of Michigan to play baseball there, and he accepted it. Um, and that just is a credit to everything that he's about, and I know the type of person he is. He's going to continue to work hard to achieve the highest success that he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe, you know, in talking with him, he just he's very relieved to get kind of this process over with and, uh, and move on and really – uh, enjoy his high school career. Definitely. So with that being said, um, scrimmage. We had a scrimmage last week at Bay City Central. What? Are, how, how are we looking so far? Uh, we came out of the scrimmage uh, unscathed, so we didn't have any injuries, which was a good thing. Uh, that's what we're always looking for as, as coaches coming out of that, uh, number one. Uh, number two, I think we've got a lot, we got a lot better during the scrimmage. Um, we had a, we made a lot of mistakes, but um, you have to do that in order to kind of kind of learn from them and get better. So I think it was a great day for us overall. Um, we were really happy as a coaching staff uh, about the physicality uh, nice. that we brought to the scrimmage, and uh, so so it was a fun day overall. We we are learning uh, from that day and uh, every day as we move forward through practice. But overall, it was it was a very good day for us. 
Definitely. If you if you had watched the Week Zero game between Florida and Miami, you saw there was a lot of mistakes made in that game, and I assume a lot of mistakes made in scrimmage as well. Yeah, there, it's it's interesting. Early on in the season, those that's what you're trying to get rid of is those mistakes. And yeah, watching the even you know the college level teams, uh, there's some struggles there with uh, a lot of different mistakes that took place, and and that's you know. That's going to happen during the early parts of the season. You just want to try and limit them as much as you can. Exactly. And, of course, if you've seen the Steve Spurrier meme, that's how we've reacted to a lot of football so far before the season even officially starts. Absolutely. <laughs> and another thing I was going to say about Chapansky, and now it's come back to my head, is that um, you had actually shared on your Facebook a, um, an article from talking about Christian McCaffrey playing multiple sports and how that, really hones in on your athletic ability as a whole, and I definitely support it. Oh, yeah. it's uh, At Garber, us as coaches and in, in an athletic uh, administration here, we are big-time proponents of, of trying to get kids to play multiple sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a football coach, um, I think it's important uh, that kids play basketball, that they play, that they wrestle that they you know, play baseball or track. Um, it's, it's really important for their overall makeup of, of and, and a well-rounded athlete and just for the enjoyment. Just enjoy your high school year, and we want them competing as much as they possibly can. And, and from that, I, I think they get a lot of leadership and, and they, they can have a lot of fun. So um, I know this day and age, there's a lot of uh, push for one-sport athletes and um, it's, I'm not one that believes in that and, uh, and a credit to Tommy, uh, he, he's planning on, uh, his goal is to be a, uh, division one high school, uh, uh, quarterback that also gets a, uh, offer in football right. as well. So, um, it's a credit to him and it's a credit to everybody that plays multiple sports. I think it's a great thing. And definitely, you know, and a problem at least I see with the lower level sports like high school and college is the conditioning on the off season and playing a multiple playing multiple sports really helps condition the athlete towards the off season when it comes to um, actually getting started with the season I'm sure you saw on the first day of of practice there are a lot of people out of shape and <laughs> absolutely know. we're still working on that today uh, it's a process and, and it really um, every sport's got a little bit of a different uh cardiovascular um, pull to it as far Mm -hmm. as uh, what you need to do. And uh, so um, with kids using different muscles with different sports and and definitely the conditioning part of it is it's just different with every sport. So it it provides a well-rounded base for for the um, athlete that plays multiple sports. Definitely. So with that being said, we talked about the quarterback battle, the takeaway from scrimmage. Now we have to preview our first opponent, which is Boyne City. Of course, Garber is making the trip up to Boyne City um, through three feet of snow and three feet of ice. Even though it's August, it can still be it can still feel at least to other people cold in Michigan. Now, thankfully, it's not going to be that cold for the game. But um, of course, you've watched some film from practice, and the team has as well. What what do we see from Boyne City? Well, Boynton City, uh, you know, they have a new coach this year, um, but he is from the old staff, so he, okay. he was already a part of the staff last year. So, um, And they were 
they had excellent coaching last year, um, and I expect nothing but the same this year. In watching them scrimmage, uh, they run basically the same offense as they did last year. Um, it is uh, more of a uh, wing T type style with, okay. with double wing look. Um, they do a lot of a lot of motioning in the backfield with the wings, and they also uh, pull a lot of guards um, up front. So uh, it's a challenging offense to defend, and uh, we've been working at that uh, all week, and we're excited for the opportunity to uh, face off against an opponent uh, in a game that makes a difference and really yes. counts. So uh, we're excited. Now, Boyne City had a great record two years ago, but only went three and six last year, if I'm not mistaken. So this year is definitely a year that they're looking at as far as revenge. We saw, of course, Michigan having a revenge tour last year that sadly ended in Columbus, but they're going to have that mentality. So how is Garber, um, as Garber comes to Boyne City, how, do, how are they going to attack that mentality? Well, I think we're just going to go up there and, and do what we do. We're a new team this year as well. As far as, uh, you know, our makeup and, and our mental makeup this year, I think it's more focused. I think it's a little bit more together uh, as a team. Uh, so I think that'll help. Um, whenever you're going on the road, um, you know, and they are playing at home, there is a comfort level for them yes. um, that is a little bit of an advantage up there. Um, so... You know, we just got, we've been trying to prepare for it, and we'll go up there as prepared as we possibly can. And, uh, and we're hoping that we are able to uh, take them on with, with a good effort. Definitely. So, um, I remember, I recall last season, towards the end of the year, you had kind of changed up the uh, travel schedules and get there right before the game and, and become fresh. Now, this season, of course, to start off, you guys have a, and I, and I looked this up, by car, a two-and-a-half-hour drive. By bus, that's looking about three, unless you're taking charter buses. Are we taking charter or are we taking We are school? taking charter. We're taking Mitchell buses up there, so it'll be a little bit quicker. It'll be closer to two-and-a-half, I'm hoping. So that's definitely going to have to be a relief on the players. But So the mentality this year for traveling, especially a two-and-a-half-hour drive, what are we – oh, well, first, of course, the team, the team has to be happy that they're getting out early. <laughs> for this for this first game. So if you're playing football at Garber, you have to be happy that you're traveling early this season. But so we're, so how does the warm-up change like for a long drive like that? Well, uh, you know, um, we've done this a couple times before um, where we've played a JV game before the varsity as well. So that's mm -hmm. what will take place tomorrow. And we're caravanning up. Uh, our varsity team's going with the JV to support them. Um, so we'll leave about noon, hopefully get up there around 2.30. And uh, obviously the JV will get dressed and, and, and prepare and warm up and be ready to go uh, for kickoff at 4 o'clock. And then varsity will uh, take in that time uh, as a team to watch, watch the JV first half mm -hmm. and uh, try and learn from, from what, the, what Boyne is doing from their formations and, and plays uh, during that time as a team. Uh, and then after halftime, then we'll go ahead and get dressed and, and, and get a little bit of a warm-up, uh, slight warm-up before. And then, uh, you know, 6, 6.30 comes, uh, we'll finish our warm-ups, and 7 o'clock it's kickoff. So um, we'll make it, you know, as normal as possible. Um, I think it'll be a fairly relaxing trip up, and then it'll just be about focusing 
uh, as the JV team kicks off on uh, some of the things that Boyne, are, Boyne is doing um, offensively and defensively with formations and, and, and their plays. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of answered this question already, but I'll officially ask it. Besides win, and obviously you want to do that every single week, what are your expectations for this first game? Well, I think our expectations are, are to um, limit our penalties. Uh, that's, that's a number one that we were just talking about yesterday. Um, becoming more consistent than we have been in the past. Um, and, you know, um, last year a few times we scored in bunches where we, we really wouldn't score for a couple quarters, and then all of a sudden we put 28 or 35 on the board. Um, we'd like to become a more consistent team. Uh, every quarter um, so between penalties and that and just playing and giving our best effort um, we're you know we're excited about uh, our kids just being able to put it all out there and have it matter um, right. you know the last three weeks even the scrimmage um, you get to play against somebody else but uh, you know it's not a win or loss situation really so uh, I think our kids are excited. They're they're really uh, uh, stoked up to to ride on the bus and and right. and see the JVs and the JVs are watching the varsity and we're just in support of each other. I think it's going to be a terrific day. Hopefully the weather holds off. Uh, it looked great up there, and now I'm hearing there could be some thunderstorms, but we'll deal with that as it goes. Definitely, and we've and we've seen in the past how weather affects this game. If you remember. Oh, six years ago now, uh, Inkster came up and played Bay City Central. Of course, Devin Gardner was on Inkster's team. And Central made that a very competitive game despite, you know, having a Michigan-committed quarterback on the, on the other side. So anything can happen in rain if that happens. Absolutely. So with that being said, um, two, of course, two weeks of preparation. The kids have got to be excited, definitely. And taking a Mitchell bus to the game has to make them even more excited. <laughs> yeah, they get a little comfort out of it, um, you know, which is which is nice on that long bus trip. Um, but you know, when we get up there, it's it's all business, and they know that. And uh, and I think they're excited for the opportunity to uh, you know put this. This is basically Team Fifty Five, uh, is what we call it um, from Garber history football so kind of like in 2011 team 133 at michigan exactly <laughs> so we look at it as team 55 that we're putting it all on the line and we're gonna we're gonna kind of make our make some noise here from from uh this year's perspective yes and definitely from my experience once they get off the bus and even once they get on the bus it's all business because of course if people don't know my dad has driven the Garber football bus before for many years and he said Tommy I think they I think personally they would allow you on the bus but it's all business when he gets on that bus so I don't know if they'll let you on the bus so yeah we want to mentally thinking and of course usually when we go on away bus trips we don't have the gap in time with the right. JV game in front of us so it's a little bit different it's a little bit more uh, uh, focused in we, we relay that message to the players uh, early and often so it just depends on on the bus trip and, and how much time we have yeah definitely and we've seen it from uh, from college and nfl players twitter instagram accounts business time business trip <laughs> and Absolutely. even yeah mike tom went a few years ago when the steelers were playing in london looked at that as just a business trip they they went to london friday 
and practice Friday, Saturday. And, and of course, as a person, I'd be, I'd be like, what the heck? I want to see London Sights. No, no, this is go time. And, of course, the Steelers end up winning that game in London a few years ago. So with that being said, to wrap up this show, um, as we will wrap up every week, obviously the team is going to be listening to the show as they are very curious as to hear what the coach says off the field. So what advice and a word for the team coming into this week? You know, like I told them the last few weeks and I told them again yesterday, um, we just want them to take what we've taught them and what they've learned over the last two weeks in playing and practicing and put all their effort out on the line uh, tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be physical. It's going to, and that's how football is. Um, and we want them to enjoy that. Uh, is there going to be some aches and some pains? Absolutely. It comes with the game. Um, but we just want them to uh, have some fun yes. with the game as well. And I think by playing together and rallying around each other and playing with excitement, uh, I think that brings the fun to the game. And Definitely. we've really tried to focus on that um, in the past few weeks uh, and also in the past couple days. Definitely. And as for me, I, I, I feel that in teaching and, of course, in football, there are three things. Lesson, work, apply. Lesson, of course, is when you... When you're in the classroom, it's the big, long lecture from the teacher that half the class is sleeping from. Work is you, you do either, either homework or work in class that te- reteaches that lesson that you've been lectured upon. And then apply. Apply is you apply that into the real world, and in football, you apply that onto the actual field. So the lesson was, of course, learning the playbook, learning the drills, learning what you need to. The work is, of course, the practice that the kids have had to endure the past three weeks. Now the apply is we apply the lessons that we've been taught to the Boyne City game. So absolutely, yep. It's it's uh, it's time to apply it, and, and it's go time. And uh, we're really excited about Friday night lights starting, even though it's on a Thursday night. But um, yeah, this, this time of year it doesn't get any better. Good old Labor Week, how things get crazy, especially with the uh, school schedule getting moved up. I. If I'm not mistaken, this has got to be the first time since I was in elementary school. And yes, I do remember those days where <laughs> we've had no football contests before the school year started. Yeah, and actually, it, I, I love it. I love being in school before uh, we play a game. It kind of gets the uh, student body involved more, and there, there's some excitement in the hallway about the game tomorrow. And even though it's a long way away, I've heard lots of people saying that they're going to make the trip. Um, so... Uh, it just creates a little bit more excitement and a little bit more uh, camaraderie amongst your school when when you have football games. We've had ga- we've had years when we have you know two games before we even yes. start school, um, and it just seems like you're playing a seven game slate. Once you get back into school, um, you don't get as many people there for the for the openers or the opening two games. But uh, it is what it is, but we're very happy that uh, we're in school and uh, that's providing a little bit more uh, excitement for us. Definitely. And, of course, last question, anything else you have to add to this wonderful Tom Green podcast? No, I uh, thank you for doing this, and uh, I think it's it's important, and, and it kind of gives a little view to uh, the inside of what's going on 
uh, with with sports and athletics and definitely the coaching profession and and inside a, a team's you know look at each and every week so appreciate you doing it Tom. definitely so personally i will also say that um, like i had said yes i remember the days from back in elementary school i was the guy that went from bunting the ball playing kickball to doing the shows for coaching him many <laughs> years ago as you've seen i've matured a hell of a lot since those <laughs> days absolutely <laughs> done a great job he is coach jake coke willard and this has been the tom green podcast